are we ready spaghetti oh are we ready spaghetti i wonder if you know how it is in tokyo can you see me if you see me now i have to go Oh my god. Drift. Yeah, I think we're ready. Um, (laughs) Welcome to I'd Kill a Spider for You. My name is Catherine. (laughs) And I'm Carmen. And welcome to the Fast Tenure Seatbelts episode, okay? This is a (laughs) podcast where we talk about whatever we want. We will politicize things, certainly. But sometimes we just talk about straight nonsense. And that is what is happening today. Fast on your seatbelts, everyone. We are talking about the Fast and Furious. We will be doing a ranking of our favorite films, our best moments, and we will also be discussing what you guys have to say about the Fast and Furious. But honestly, <laughs> to start it off, Carmen, how were you introduced <laughs> to the Fast and Furious? We're starting Fast and Furious, guys. The energy is high. I was introduced uh, by Fast to Fast and Furious by you because Were I you? remember when I was little, um, when the movies first came out, all the people who liked the Fast and Furious movies were like the like douchiest, stupidest, in my opinion, mm-hmm. boys that we were like in middle school with. Yeah, it was. Like a hundred percent. It was just like the dumbest, like fucking mouth breathing and from my memory and you know no shade to anybody who liked them when they first came out so i was like ew i'm not watching that um i think i watched three um just kind of randomly and then i think i watched i might have watched like part of one maybe it was on tv one day but like other than that i knew nothing i knew zero and then Catherine was like carmen there was a movie coming out Hobbs and Shaw. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, Idris Elba's in this. What? I'm, and then it I was got a great trailer. So excited. It was an amazing trailer. I was like, what is this? And when I found out it was a like a spin-off of the Fast and Furious franchise, I was like, this cannot be. Um because I hadn't seen any of them. And then Catherine and I went with my friend Andrew and your sister mm-hmm. to watch uh, Hobbs and Shaw. And it was one of my the funnest like movie going experiences because <laughs> everybody was fucking losing their minds. Losing their whole minds. Everyone was like screaming. It was genuinely like the energy in that movie was like incomparable. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was like high <laughs> on something. It was, oh, it was so good. Um... And so that was when I realized, I was like, Carmen, don't be such a snob. Give these movies a chance. Mm-hmm. And then unfortunately, I gave them a chance. And I remember there were moments where I was like, are those cars being parachuted out of an airplane? Uh, they sure are. Catherine? Yes. I was floored. And anyway, I haven't looked back since. I'm very excited that the the next one is coming out in a couple days from when we're recording this. Um, the lore of it is great. I think part of what added to it is that Catherine and I are huge fans of How Did This Get Made, which is a great podcast mm-hmm. that talks about terrible movies. Um, and they love the Fast and Furious movies. And they now are watching them usually the day they come out. <laughs> By like a week or two later, they have an episode out yeah. um, talking about how great the movie is. So, um, And they just dissect them so well. And so I recommend that to everyone. Um, the Nicole Byer, Hobbs and Shaw one. Oh, so good. 
I so wonderful good. episode, wonderful <laughs> podcast, wonderful episode of that podcast, which is actually yeah. so for me. I also had the exact same experience as Carmen, where growing up, I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, I was so dismissive of the Fast and Furious. I was like, "Ugh, no, thank you." I remember distinctly like seeing some poster for Fast. I think it actually might have been like Fast Four or Fast Five, and it was just like this huge like poster in like a Cineplex, and I was like, "Who wants to see that?" Or not even poster; those like cardboard <laughs> cutout things, those uh-huh. big things. And I was just like, "Who is this for?" Like, not me. Um, and then it was actually through that podcast, through How Did This Get Made, that I was like listening to their episode. I think the first one they did was on Fast Five, and I remember yeah. listening to it and thinking. maybe i should watch this maybe i should give it a chance and so with my sister i watched um fast five and we were like whoa what the fuck is this it was like it was like like we had no context like zero i had never seen any of them before i just knew vin diesel was in it and it was genuinely like we're sitting on our couch and it was still one of the greatest like experiences it was so good and then after that, I was like, okay, gotta watch more. So I watched a few of them. Like, I feel like I watched every single... I've never watched them fully in order, except for maybe last mm-hmm. week when we did that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had I watched, like, seven, and then I watched six, and then I watched uh, two and three and four, and then I watched eight. <laughs> like, it was all out of order. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I just love this franchise. It's genuinely one of the funnest things in the world. I could could and who knows, maybe will. Maybe I'll save this for later, but like let me just say the fashion in these in these movies is outstanding <laughs> in every every single one. Um Yeah, it's just a magnificent a magnificent series of movies. And if you're on the fence, if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, come on guys, it can't be that good. Trust us. No, no, we did an experiment. Carmen's birthday <laughs> was last week. And for her birthday, we did a Fast and Furious <laughs> marathon. And we just sort of skipped we around. We did like a little bit of one, a little bit of two, because you can kind of skip those. And then we did all yeah. of three. We skipped four. We did all of five. We did a little bit of six. We did all of seven. We did a little bit of eight. We did all of nine. And we had people who had never seen it. And were they not... Mm-hmm. Not a single one. And were they not screaming? Were they not yes. having the time of their lives? <laughs> I know. So, I know my friend Farah at the end of uh, number seven when it's like Paul Walker and the race or the mm-hmm. whatever they drive in different directions. I just remember sitting on the couch and her, hearing her say, oh, this one got me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, incredible. It was so good. Um, yeah, and I agree. Like, it's one of those movies or it's one of that. It's that franchise where, like, some people feel like, I think, especially if you're a movie snob. Mm-hmm. You just get the, like, you don't want to like it, but you, like, there's no way to not enjoy these movies. Nobody is here for the plot. Nobody is here for, like, no. continuity. Nay, nay. We're, Matter of fact, that, that this... detracts. When they have too much plot, <laughs> yeah. you're like, shh, 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 Where's <laughs> the <try>. explosions? Okay. <laughs> um, and so that always makes me laugh because I, I feel like I talked to somebody uh, that I work with um, and I, he was telling me that he's like a really big like movie snob and that his partner changed like changed his ways into like <laughs> being more into like fun movies he's like you know I was really into like artsy movies and he's like you know I was a bit of a snob and blah 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 and he's like and my partner's really into the Fast and Furious movies and he says they're great and I just like haven't given them a chance and I was like you have to I promise life is more enjoyable if you do mm-hmm. it um, and he was like oh, okay I'll give it a shot and I'm like Listen, 
they don't make any sense and they don't have to. And for anybody who doesn't know the like trajectory of these movies, movie one is a bunch of fucking like early 20 year olds, like Mm -hmm. kids who it's basically an undercover cop who was also very young and he infiltrates this group of guys that do like, like fucking racing and it's a, a basically a heist sort of movie about uh, a truck full of, you know, combination combo DVD, TV, DVD like, players, DVD. Yeah. TV, DVD players. And they almost all die because one man has a shotgun. Yes. And then in nine, they go to space <laughs> in a Pontiac. In a Pontiac. So, so um, it's, um, it, it is genuinely <laughs> like a rocket ride. It is genuinely like strap yeah. in. Okay, and we're we're going to space, all right? <laughs> it's like, how did we get to, from point A to, like, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. It's not gradual by any means. I feel like maybe one, two, and three are gradual. Sure. And actually, no, four actually ramps it up a little bit with a lot yeah. of weird nonsense. And then five is where it really hits. But it just... it's an outstanding series of films about family and cars. And uh, <laughs> we couldn't recommend it enough. Please do yourself a Please. favor. Do yourself a favor. At the very least. Like, just try. Um, I want to read some of the things. So I had asked folks, like, what was your favorite um, Fast and Furious scene? Um, and I said, like, well, nine movies. Uh, but there are technically ten if you count Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. And then the next one that's coming out. Um, <laughs> so somebody just said the endings. <laughs> the endings are always great. Which, like, I don't know if they me- meant it sarcastically, like, it's done or... If they meant like the the final <laughs> climactic scenes, no, I think they mean like oh the barbecues. The dinners. Oh yeah 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 oh yeah, my yeah, yeah. god that you got to break up in a Corona at a family dinner barbecue kind of situation. <laughs> it's, you know, it's all about family. Uh, uh, one of my colleagues uh, also wrote Fast Five is my favorite of the French of the entire franchise, and I'm gonna I'm going home to watch it again right now. <laughs> Um, and then another one was when the God's Eye girl, I forget her name, Ooh, jumped out of the car gorgeous. and into the other car. Nathalie Emmanuel, um, um, who plays Ramsey, uh, beautiful. Like it's like it's one of those things where it's like I'm not, I don't even necessarily like it when people comment on someone's like looks first thing, but mm-hmm. she's so gorgeous that it's like genuinely the first thing. Yeah, gorgeous, a hundred percent gorgeous. Um, and somebody just wrote, "This is Brazil. This is Brazil." That's one of my favorite lines in that series. Yeah. Um, and so let me see. Uh, yeah. So, and then I also asked the question, you know, what do people want us to talk about? About the Fast and Furious. Is there anything that we should not miss? And I have a few things. Hmm. Um, so somebody just wrote space. Oh, what we're going, which we've we'll talked about, we're we'll going to talk about. Um, and somebody said uh, the possibility of future crossovers. So, Men in Black, Transformers, mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, Godzilla versus Kong, because they're all in the same like company universe. And Vin Diesel's always like, "Me, you never know, <laughs> it could happen." What would so, be your number one like franchise crossover? And not even necessarily oh. just Universal, but like if you could do anything. 
it would okay so i saw this thing and it was like vin diesel helping the avengers well, yeah in endgame yes did you see that oh, wonderful <laughs> him in a car flying into like thanos's ship that, and that I was would like, be imagine 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 that scene where it's like avengers assemble yeah, and then you hear like yeah. the like dun, 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 the dun, dun, and then <laughs> dominic treadle rounds the corner and he just like looks at Thanos and scrunches his fists, and Thanos gives up. <laughs> Incredible! That would be so good. Uh, that in Jurassic Park, I think I'd like to see what that would look like. Mm, those are good because that sounds so wild. You know what I would put um, them with? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Can you imagine if like they have a thing where they have to go <laughs> into the sewer and there's under sewer racing, like in those like cylindrical sewer things, oh. and then they have to do it for like I don't know. Like, it's like, let's say you find out that the ooze is actually like a mutated Corona and that's what makes <laughs> the Ninja Turtles. And so then they have that to like team so up cool. with Vin Diesel and they're doing like sewer races and they have like those, like those, like <laughs> those, like what were those guys um, who have the hippo face or whatever is it? No, the warthog, yeah, yeah. that guy. Um, yeah. Those guys are like the ones they're facing and they're driving. I just think you could incorporate some fan boats under in the sewers Yes. I'm just saying. Yes. CMNT, fast, F, fast <laughs> and sewerious? I can't, I, I, don't I don't know. They'll make a, they'll make a pun. Uh, somebody also put, um, like, Furious the, Mutant Ninja Turtles. The, Ooh. There you go. I like that. Um, it's the only series with a multicultural cast that has successfully sold well overseas, including China, and this was before, like, Directors were okay with racialism. That's true. So. Although I guess it works. And, that and they, strong women, to be honest. I mean, they usually have just the one. But, <laughs> like, there's, I mean, there <laughs> are a couple more. But, like, I feel like, so there's Michelle Rodriguez, who is, you know, the the strong lady in in, yeah, in yeah. all of moviedom. If you're like, I want someone who looks like a bad bitch, you're like, Michelle Rodriguez, please step Michelle up. Rodriguez. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And yes, they do have a few more like good female characters, but they have some of the most misogynistic pickup lines and jokes oh, I on don't. the planet. And the shots... What was that one, open your legs? What oh, was it? Tyrese says to Gal Gadot's character, nice legs, when do they open? Outra- as the first thing he says to this woman he's just met. Outrageous. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm not saying that they um, don't have strong female characters. I'm saying it's tempered by the disgusting <laughs> lines and by the multitude of shots where it opens on a woman's ass, and usually not oh, even yes. a juicy ass. Every I swear to God, every ass in the Fast yeah, and yeah, Furious yeah. is flat. <laughs> they they yeah, said flat at butts only. Okay, only they yeah. said no blondes and fat flat butts. That's what we want. Yeah, it's not great. Um, somebody put Brian fighting hilariously with Roman in the beginning. Oh, that's of a Fast that's two. an outstanding moment. They don't know how to no, fight. It looks like two men <laughs> who are actually fighting because you know how like when like in mostly in the series when they're fighting they're doing like like kung fu like they know how they yeah, know yeah, how yeah, to yeah, fight yeah, for yeah, reasons yeah, yeah. unknown. But in Too Fast Too Furious, um, the character Brian, who is Paul Walker and Tyrese Gibson's character whose name's Roman, they are like old friends. They like went to high school together yeah. and they fight on the ground. Like it's a playground fight, just like basically it's slapping so each other, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's amazing. Um, somebody said, "Please talk about dirty ass Tyrese." So Tyrese, mm. which we've discussed, in, like when we watch these movies, Tyrese is like the funny kind the comic of comic relief side character. The comic relief, but also like sort of breaks the fourth wall, sort yeah. of not really situation where he's like, "Are we superheroes?" You know. Um, 
in real life, he is not very nice. And also, he just, like, I would makes it such that it's very easy to make fun of him. But he has, like, weird, like, custody stuff that was happening with his daughter. Oh, no. And he was, like, being very harassy with his I daughter would, and his I wife. I would argue that Tyrese Gibson is playing Tyrese Gibson in these movies. It's just, yeah. from the angle of the movies, we're supposed to like Roman. But if Roman was a real man, he would be Tyrese Gibson no. and we wouldn't like him. <laughs> no, Like, it's, exactly. the characters are, it's one in the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, like, the fact that he had the audacity to be like, oh, um, The Rock is taking, like, Dwayne is taking uh, jobs from us because yeah. he's doing this movie without and us. Then the and then The Rock was, was like, like, maybe. Maybe should be in more than one movie then. One movie a year. <laughs> like, like, the fuck? He's not wrong, he's not though. Wrong. Like, no. Also, Tyrese, you sing. Like, you could do other things. He could, but I feel like a lot of the Fast and Furious people treat it like a nine to five. Like, this is their yearly paycheck. You know, they're not doing, like, is Ludacris in any other movie? No. No. No, he is exclusively, maybe, but but like exclusively in the Fast and Furious. And he is like, I'm cashing that check. This is my, this is my annual check. Okay. I don't need to do anything else. And honestly, if I was one of the, if I was in that crew, you best believe I'd be staying in that crew. I'm like, how much money do I make each time? Sign me up exactly that's why i'm like anyway so those were the responses i thought they were great um i think it's good to hear some of like i didn't even i don't even think about some of these movies like i'm like they all blend into each other so it is what it is um but we should get into our ranking we should because i want to see yours and if i yell at you i apologize in advance because i'm waiting to see where the fuck you put number three okay well so first off i want to say so we are going to be going from 10 to 1 so worst to best Uh um and we are also going to be issuing for every single movie our nas button award for wildest (laughs) moment okay and we will maybe i'll make a graphic this these will be the nas button award winning moments from each film okay because there's always one and for those who don't know, Nas is what you press to make your car go fast, okay? Usually there's a whole <laughs> bunch of graphics and a bunch of, like, images of gas going through tubes. Um, but yeah, so we will be issuing the Nas Button Award uh, for Wildest Moment per film. But we will be discussing them in general. Okay. I mean, uh, anyway, um, I'm just looking to see some of the stuff that comes up. Okay, so... I can go for my first number 10, Mm -hmm. which is number four. Yo, same here. Okay, good. (laughs) I don't remember a single fucking scene from that movie. And Furious. So let's just say this is Fast (laughs) and Fast Ampersand Furious. Furious. Which, like, what are these fucking movie names anyway? Um, Is this where Giselle gets introduced? It is where Giselle gets introduced. (laughs) <laughs> remember so, during during the when we were watching it with our friends and and Abiba was like for Palestine yeah. <laughs> truly incredible <laughs> what a what a wonder when what a Giselle is fly, like like falling <laughs> off of like the the plane when she dies literally our friend went for Palestine <laughs> for great. those who don't know she was a an Israeli soldier so you know <clears throat> so my Nas award is going for going to the ridiculous 
technology that's in this movie. The only thing I remember is that there's a lot of like GPS, a lot of just like the computers <laughs> have their own like consciousness. There's a lot of like F scenes in FBI rooms where they're using technology where I'm like, the FBI doesn't have that. No. So my yeah. award is for the stupid technology in Fast and Furious. Okay, I'll go with yours because I don't remember a single thing from that movie. I think... Not a single thing. <laughs> Not a single thing. Wow. Doesn't get a Nas award. That is how forgettable that one is. Jeezy crazy. We didn't even watch it again. No, we didn't we, even watch it again. We, we said... Completely skipped. Skip. Like, I think... Skipped a There's five. a couple <laughs> moments in that movie, like when they like drive under the truck is a moment in that movie. Oh, yeah, And yeah, like, yeah. that's the and one where Michelle Rodriguez dies. Yes, that's true. Oh, yes. Michelle Rodriguez dying. Because back then, we didn't know people came back to mm-hmm. life. Yeah. I mean... So that was truly shocking. We knew, because so we, were, we be had mine. watched Six already at that point. But yes. <laughs> but for those who didn't, so okay, yours is going to Michelle Rodriguez dying, and mine will yes. be yes. stupid technology. Okay. My number nine. Uh-huh. Too fast, too furious. Me too! Oh my god, we are in sync. A hundred percent. My moment is not a moment. And Catherine will know what this is. My Nas award goes to the fact that this is directed by John Singleton and is terrible. Because when I heard it was John Singleton, I was like, that, the boys in the hood, John Singleton? That is, I was, honestly, why? I said, forget sir? about it, cuh. Like, <laughs> I, so I was like, how? dare you make this terrible movie <laughs> and besmirch your name <laughs> too fast too furious is so outrageously boring it's such a shame oh oh it has so it bad. has tyrese in the biggest pants on the planet but it is so Truly. incredibly boring which actually gets to my nas award winner which is well it's my award is for a particular scene my uh-huh. nas award is going to the scene where Ludacris is introduced at that race right <laughs> Ludacris comes out with the biggest afro he's ever had, the giant afro pick in it, right? Love it. His yes. own music, like Ludacris's music is playing in the background of this scene. And everyone's clothes is absolutely bonkers insane. If you can watch insane. a scene, listen, yeah. use these Nas Awards as advice to go YouTube something, okay? Go look <laughs> up the scene from Too Fast, Too Furious, the race scene, and please go look at the clothes. It is the lowest low rise, the highest crop tops. <laughs> it is jewels and neons and the most insane clothes you'll ever see in your whole life. It is like a, unnecessary cowboy hats. It is a chef's feel kiss. It is like you, fringes that don't need to be there. You know when you see like kids on like TikTok like saying this is what people wore in the early 2000s, but it's absurd. But that's exactly what they look like. No, no, that's, that's yes. it's it's like if you, genuinely, if you got all of those TikTokers in one room, they would look like that scene from the Fast and the Furious. So my Nas award is going to um, the beginning race scene with Ludacris playing and Ludacris's giant afro and the craziest clothes in the world. That makes sense. That is fair. Yeah, the fact that it's his own music playing oh, is up, so up, wild. Um, but we love we love Ludacris. Um, <laughs> My number eight is Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. <gasps> Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> this is where our paths diverge. <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> the most 
shocking scene to me personally is the one where Han just randomly gives some kid he met 10 minutes ago a car. Yeah, that's and he's like, Here, outrageous. Race my car. Yeah. And then he totals it. And then you find out later that Han is just, what, collecting strays? Yeah, so Han is a character who's very pivotal in the Fast and Furious series. Han is, like, mm, arguably the main character of the Fast and Furious series. For the amount of, like, (laughs) importance they give him, you would think he was the main. He's not. He's a side character who eats chips. But he he collects (laughs) strays, and he just Uh um, has them in his garage just a bunch of and we say strays we mean children we mean this is a grown man who has like a collection of like wayward teenagers um and he just gives them his car it's really well it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me it doesn't and just that scene is so funny to me because it's like some american who just came from the u.s who's living in you know japan who doesn't speak any japanese Mm -hmm. And who just gets there and he's like, let me just give this guy my car. Yeah, no. No big deal. So bizarre. Anyway, what's yours? My number eight is, um, oh, wait, hang on. The Fast and the Furious is number one. Which is, which is the what Fast number? and the Furious is the oh, first film. is number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the Fast and the Furious not to be cute, so confused with stupid. Fast and Furious, um, is the first movie. And um, it is also just a little touch boring for me. I feel like That's there's not fair. enough insanity. It, it it may be actually the best or the second best structured movie in the series. Yes. Because it's an yes. actual movie. Uh-huh. Um, but that being said, it's not enough to really... I'm never going to be like, ooh, let's watch The Fast and the Furious. I'm like, yawn, no, no, skip, no, no. skip, 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 skip. So, yeah. And my... They almost got bested by a truck driver with a shotgun. Which is, ex- which is my number... It's just my moment. <laughs> my moment <laughs> is... My NASA word goes to the truck drivers in Fast and the Furious. Because these are people who are hauling combination TV DVD players. Okay. These are just men doing their job. They're truck drivers. And when they are attacked by people who are trying to steal their wares, they pull out shotguns. They don't stop driving. They are trying to kill these people that they don't know. Right? Like, like mm-hmm. in real life, a truck driver would stop his truck and say, take it. I don't care. I'm not dying for this. And I'm also not killing people for this. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. these truck drivers act as if, like, <laughs> if they don't do it, Walmart will kill them. Like, their lives are mm-hmm. on the line, basically, is what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Like, Walmart's going to mm-hmm. kill them. Like, like execute them and their whole families if they don't deliver these TV DVD players. Um, and they are genuinely probably the hardest working people in the series and probably the only people who ever best them. Yeah. Is the truck... They go against world-ending like threats regularly, but they are bested <laughs> by some truck uh, drivers. And so those guys get my award. <laughs> that is... That is beautiful. I really love that. Uh, Which brings me to my number seven, Mm. which is the Fast and the Furious. So, numero uno. Mm. Um, And uh, for similar reasons, for basically the exact same reasons as Catherine, like just, you know, a touch too boring for me. Uh, My favorite scene is the one where they take the person 
who is undercover and have him raid the house of the person he's trying to catch. Oh my god. Why? And, and I was like, what is this? Just let him wait it out. Why are you that understaffed LAPD that you need yeah. to Yes, like- they are. They need to so like literally, so the character of, of Brian is undercover. He he's making friends with Vin Diesel. And then they also uh, bring him into the bee in the raid. And like he Vin Diesel looks into his eyes and you're like, What who yeah. what? Get someone else. That's not how you conduct a police investigation. <laughs> no, it was so stupid. Anyway. That is my number seven. What is your number seven? My number seven is F9. Oh, interesting. Yes. Pourquoi? My number seven is F9 because I think I, I like Fast 9. So to be clear, when I came back, when like movies started happening again, like quote unquote post pandemic, my uh-huh. first movie that I saw was F9. And it was an extraordinary <laughs> experience. I saw it with my friend who, um, she had just like marathoned all of them that week and was like high on the Fast and Furious and she knew I liked them. She's like, do you want to come, do you want to come see this with me? And I'm like, absolutely I do. So we went, we saw it. It was genuinely like an amazing experience. I do like that movie. However, it's actually not that good. Things That movie is the most video game of any movie <laughs> that they have done. And they like... It's crazy. Like, like, like when Kurt Russell is a character in this series, right? Yes. He doesn't even appear in the movie. He appears in like a little video, a video. where he's like, mayday, mayday. The, the sky is falling. Like, you're like, what? <laughs> you're like, you're like, what's going on? Like, he shows up in a video game cutscene, going mayday, mayday. And people have to come save him. Like, a lot of the plot points don't really make any sense. There's lots of magnets that I think they think is cooler than it is. Um, and overall, I just feel like some of the other movies are better. So it, yeah. I don't hate it. That's very but fair. it is not the best one. But my Nas mm-hmm. award is going to... Listen, I'm pretty sure I know what yours is going to be when you get to nine. So I won't even have to bring it up here. <laughs> so I'm going to give mine to Helen Mirren, um, oh. who appears yes. in that, in that um, series. She's already been in the series a couple movies before. But she shows mm-hmm. up and she has a fake Cockney accent that's like truly really bad. And she's like, Dominic <laughs> Toretto. I knew it was you. <laughs> and you're like, Dame Helen Mirren. Um, and she <sighs> she um, flirts with Vin Diesel with such intensity that you kind of think they're going to fuck on screen. Or rather, oh, Vin Diesel yes. flirts with her with such intensity that you're like, um, you have a wife, sir. Like, this is not allowed. But he's in love with Helen Mirren and she's in love with him. And uh, she has a bunch of, like, trick driving that she does, which, when have you seen a woman in her, like, uh. 70s, maybe 80s, how old is Helen Mirren, doing, like, car <laughs> stunts and wearing, like, cool, so cool, like, like like leopard print shoes. And she looks incredible. Um, so it goes to the magical, Helen most scene. magical woman. Yeah. That's really good. I, oh, Helen Mirren. God bless. Uh, <laughs> that friendship is so strange. It's so deeply odd. <laughs> um my number six is fast six. Oh, not a bad choice only because yeah only because it's like slightly forgettable it is slash it's one of those movies that just blends in with everything um and my nas award goes to them uh that scene where they're uh outrunning or trying to best a tank oh, on that's, a bridge that's pretty good oh that seems amazing and then they fly into the air to catch each other 
Mm -hmm. And that is supposed to save their lives, which is like, who who did the physics for this? The thing about these movies is that they don't make sense. Mm -hmm. There's no physics. There's no scientifically accurate nothing. They make no sense. And in fact, when Catherine and I, when we were watching these movies with my friends, we were having a discussion about how this girl tried to pass a truck like in the movie like she oh, tried to go, yeah, remember yeah, yeah, she yeah, tried yeah. to like drive under a truck and she like oh in real life yes in real life a woman yeah did yeah this. yeah and she was fine and she she was fine but like she totaled her car like her car was like because you can't just drive under a fucking truck and she didn't get the message that this is a make-believe movie and she's like but they did it so easily and that's serious and you're like no absurd absurd no no so anyway my six my number number six six is also fast six (laughs) and i have the exact same fucking nas award my nas award goes to vin diesel flying because vin diesel flies twice in this movie so in this movie there is one of those sort of like bridges that sort of diverges but it's one of those high bridges Mm -hmm. right so there's a bunch of space between Mm -hmm. michelle rodriguez Mm -hmm. falls out of her flies out of her car or her tank or whatever the hell she was vin because surprise she's alive oh she's like surprise she's alive in fast six yeah vin diesel flies and catches her midair and then they land softly on a car because that's what happens when you land on a car it's totally normal totally fine yeah then like a pillow it's like landing on a pillow I'm per- was it, is it Vin Diesel? It is Vin Diesel. It's not The Rock. Later in uh, another scene, Vin Diesel jumps in the air and headbutts somebody and flies. Like, Vin Diesel gets 15 <laughs> feet of height from a jump and then Vin Diesel somebody. is an airbender. Vin Diesel. Ah, Carmen. <laughs> that, might, that may be it. Vin Diesel is an airbender. He has That's a shaved head. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> fucking avatar the last fucking vin diesel that's incredible (laughs) he's bald oh my god he's bald you never see his so they they have said that airbending when it's animated in the show is only for us to understand but like anybody in the universe can't see it right oh my god that actually amazing because he makes his car fly in other movies so so yes oh my god he's an airbender (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I that might. I might be thing. making a picture with him with an arrow on his head. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. Um, my number five is Fast Eight. Me too. Oh F- yeah. Eight of the Furious. Fate. Oh my god. These puns. Like, I mean, pay. Like, give this person like whatever a bonus for their ridiculous pun movie names for these movies. Yeah. Um. Fate of the Fury. Anyways, it's fine. Um, that name always upsets me because like this is the cheesiest fate of the Fury. Um, which I don't really remember too many scenes in it, but I do remember when they outran a fucking submarine. Yes, while they're 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 driving on ice, and then a submarine is chasing them underwater and breaking the ice. Yeah, and they outrun the submarine. Oh, oh, not to mention that within that same scene, the rock pushes just a gentle tap of a to a missile <laughs> of a torpedo <laughs> of a fucking torpedo into the other direction. It's like not today, not today, and death. Just, and then he just pushes it. Mm-mm. Anyway, so that's my nozzle word because that shit is fucking wild. What's your my nozzle word? Goes to the baby rescue scene 
The baby, the baby rescue scene. <laughs> First of all, scene. that is the most beautiful scene. I fucking love Jason Statham. Yeah. So Jason Statham is in this movie, and he is—he was a villain in Fast Six, and no, Fast. Sorry, Fast Seven. Um, and he and his brother, who was a villain well, in Fast Six, was a villain in Fast Te- Six. You're right. Because it's the after credit mm-hmm. scene when he kills Han slash doesn't kill yes, Han. Yes, that's true. But um, so then he, they go to rescue Vin Diesel's baby. Who this is a long story, but like Vin Diesel has a baby. His, the baby's mother was brutally murdered in front of this baby. Murdered. It's horrible, actually. Yeah, yeah. That baby's gonna need therapy for the rest of his life. Um, but then the baby gets saved by um Jason Statham, and the baby, by the way, is also in a plane. So this, think about this. There's a baby in a plane that's like constantly flying because they're trying to like keep it away from Vin Diesel or whatever. Um, yeah. they fly. They they like parachute onto a plane, uh-huh. get into a plane kill everybody uh-huh. around it and then jason Statham gets the baby and he has to fight some more guys and he's carrying a baby in a little like holding ba- like a baby chair yeah but like fighting people and then occasionally he has to put the baby down he puts little headphones in the baby's ears he like someone tries to shoot the baby and Vin and, and jason statham is like i'm gonna kill this man and you see a scene where in the front is a baby's face <laughs> and in the background is 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 jason statham brutally murdering a man <laughs> <laughs> Um, and like the whole point of him then no longer being a villain is that Helen Mirren is just like you need to you need to do that right oh yeah Helen Mirren in a beautiful prison outfit she was wearing like a dark red prison outfit that matches her lipstick she looks gorgeous and she's like amazing you gotta do this you gotta save that baby and (laughs) and he's like what the hell and he's like all right mom i'll do it and then he goes and saves the baby it's it's outstanding uh oh my god these movies when we're talking about them like this i mean who wouldn't want to watch them I wouldn't. Uh, boring people. Um, my number four is Fast Nine. Ooh, okay. And my award for that is is the Cardi B scene. Oh, so good. Because sorry, Catherine was like sort of building it up where she was just like, oh, wait till you see the cameo. Wait till you see. No, the cameo. I, yeah, because it was like twenty minutes before. I was like, okay, guys, in twenty minutes, there's going to be an unhinged cameo, yeah, yeah, and everyone yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. what could it be? And I was like, you're never going to guess. Like some people were like, what was it? Mr. Bean? Like I was, we were thinking, is it someone British? Is it, you know, like whatever. And I just couldn't think of like who the hell it could be. Um, And Fast and Furious is known for having, I think Fast 9 also has Francis and Ganu. So maybe for me, it's just like the ridiculous cameos um, in general, but like the Cardi B scene and the Francis and Ganu scene for other reasons, because he's like the, I think he just like a couple days ago signed the biggest UFC contract in history this man is a ufc fighter first of all his politics are pretty great um and he's also uh from i think he's from cameroon uh french speaking uh lovely man uh i thought once he punched somebody so hard the person was out before they landed on the floor oh my god i was watching with my friend andrew and i thought i had just witnessed death that's how horrifying it was because he's so strong and mm-hmm. scary um but anyway that and but like cardi b truly was like the last person i was expecting everybody exploded the whole room was like cardi <laughs> like everybody lost their mind and they were all everyone was like that was good like like, like they were like yeah. this you didn't you didn't overhype that you didn't overbuilt it you were like no 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 no, no, no. that was insane 
because they like because <laughs> the scene so is like uh, actually happens right after my scene so after helen mirren mm-hmm. she um has that scene she drops dominic Toretto off at this like castle and then like he has this con- confrontation with his brother and then he's like led away into like a van by all these like people in like suits and they're all their heads yeah. are covered and they get into the van and they take their masks off and it's a bunch of beautiful women and then the last one takes their mask off and it's cardi fucking b and she's like that's right he's me remember i used to work with you and you're like you've never been in this series before <laughs> what are you talking about no. <laughs> i do hope she comes back um it was wild and i loved it it's incredible i loved it <laughs> what was your number four my number four is hobbs and shaw Catherine, Catherine, Tokyo Drift is in your top three. I'm going to fucking kick your ass. Go ahead. Hobbs and Shaw is an incredible movie. Hobbs and Shaw um, is a movie that literally exists because of the chemistry between The Rock and Jason Statham. Yes. In Fast 7, their chemistry is so good that they were like, let's make this a movie. We got everybody wants to see it. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, if the world was just, my Nas award would go to the moment where they kiss. But the world isn't. (laughs) It's not just. I know. I know. And so my Nas award um, goes to the part where they're like... um, well, mostly it's the bickering in general, but I think maybe Ugh. I'm going to say the bickering on the plane scene is pretty good. <laughs> Kevin Hart. With Kevin Hart, when <laughs> Kevin Hart just shows up, which, okay, in the theater, there are two cameos in that, spoilers, uh-huh. obviously spoilers, there are two cameos in that movie that truly rock your world. When Ryan Reynolds showed up, like, out of nowhere, out of nowhere which actually might be, you know what, maybe I'll give my Nas award to the Ryan Reynolds scene, because the Ryan Reynolds scene <laughs> was probably the funniest scene in the whole movie. And happens and so fairly unhinged. early on. But when Ryan Reynolds... Is, Ryan Reynolds has this bit in this movie where he is basically like, I'm your best friend, Hobbs. And then um, Hobbs, who is the rock, is like, no, you're not. Get away from me. And when Ryan Reynolds <laughs> pulls his shirt down to reveal that he has the same tattoo as the rock on his chest, I think I lost like my whole Samoan mind. Like his Samoan tattoo? Yeah, I think I lost my whole mind. So my Nas Award goes to, to that moment, actually. That's even better than the Jason <sighs> Statham moments. But like... Yeah, that's... Yeah. What a movie. What a concept. It's it's a chef's kiss of a movie. It's wonderful. Um, but I think that moment where he pulled his shirt down and then he also was like wearing one half of a best friend's necklace that didn't have another half. Oh, it was so good. I think that made me like, so lose my good. whole mind. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So my, uh, I think we're number three. My number three is Fast 7. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. My number three is Fast 7. One, I think, like, the action is really good. But I think also the, like, Paul Walker stuff is pretty palpable, especially at the end of the movie. I was like, yikes, they were really having a hard time. Um, And so, like, Fast 7 was really, I think it was, like, touching in the end, you know? I think this the scene that I remember the most, that's where they have the parachute. The parachuting out of the planes, yeah. Which is an outstanding scene. It's fucking wild. And it's also very funny because Tyrese doesn't want to parachute out of the plane. He's like, I'll just stay here. I'll just stay here. Everything will be fine. And everyone's like, nay, nay, you have to. Um, And that scene is really funny. But also, um, why must we be parachuting? That entire scene where they're like parachuted out of an airplane. And then they like Vin Diesel tells um, what's her name uh, to put on a helmet. Mm hmm. And he's fine. He's oh, not yeah. wearing a helmet. 
and he is unscathed. So that's a that's a that's and a scene where they drive down a mountain. Yeah, where they drive down the mountain. Yeah, yeah. And then oh yes, right. That's the same a... scene. You're right. You're right. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. parachute out of a plane, and then they're caught onto onto a, onto a road on a mountain, and mountain. then they get Ramsey, played by Matthew Emanuel, and then they then he gives her a helmet. He's like, "You're gonna need this." And then they drive down a mountain, and he's Vin Diesel is fine, no problem, no issues. And she's the one wearing a helmet. They're like, "Are you okay?" Absurd, sir. It's like sir. It's like it's like they are superheroes, and they brought a mortal onto the team. Like they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Well, you're a human, so you actually can die. We can't, but you could, so you should wear a helmet. (laughs) Oh God. Okay, what's your number three? I wonder if you know, Carla. Oh God, (laughs) get it. Number three. Three is Tokyo Drift. Listen. Is it the best movie? No. Is it the most entertaining movie? No. But does it have the best accent? <laughs> yes, it does. Listen, I'm from Texas. He actually talk like That's that? That's his real accent. He talks like that for real. He goes, I'm going to live in Tokyo. Like that guy who is the main character of Fast 3 has the craziest voice you'll ever hear in the world. I don't want to body shame. I would never body shame. But he is 22 in this movie playing a 16 year old and he looks 50. He looks so bad. He looks so old. He looks crazy, crazy old. Like I, genuinely like I can't over, I can't, cannot be overstated how old he looks in that movie. Um, and it has a lot of really crazy lines. It has that part at the beginning where that girl is like winner of this race gets me. And I'm like, me, <laughs> bitch, go to therapy like we don't need this um but the reason yeah that was that was um that was like very very like high level um ma'am do you need therapy but then is something going on in the home that is literally thematic because there's another girl at the end who who he also races for like the freedom of this other girl yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so the two women are being the prizes for races it's it's crazy um but tokyo drift also does have an outstanding fashion and the reason I'm giving it the um, award. Sorry. A reason why it's number three, right? Is because in this movie, Han dies. Han's dying has to be the Nas award winning moment. And that's why it bumps it so so far up because, okay. Story time. Anyone who is at this point still listening and hasn't watched the Fast (laughs) and Furious. In the third movie, Han, a character who is from another movie that Justin Lin directed called like, um better a better tomorrow or something like that i can't remember but Mm -hmm. he's in that movie playing han right so technically Mm -hmm. that's part of the extended universe he (laughs) dies in three Uh they loved this actor so much that they made the next four movies next three movies prequels so four (laughs) five and six are prequels to the third movie just because they like this actor so much so much so that they later shot a scene with vin diesel and added it to the end of tokyo drift and it was not originally in this film no and they yeah and they, they, add, they the added they added it to the movie six they put tokyo drift so han dies and then seven is about the revenge for han's death and then in nine he comes back to life it turns out he never died turns out he never died it's Turns out justice for Han was not a the thing. most consequential thing in the whole series. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's why it's mm-hmm. number three. That's fair. That's you know what? That reasoning is fair. Did I need Bow Wow? No. Oh, honestly, what's Bow Wow in in <laughs> three is way better than Bow Wow in nine. 
Ex- We're not going to say anything. I was literally, you, you, you cut me off. I was going to say something rude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everyone goes through life differently. Hey, bodies change. Who bodies am I to change. judge? Yeah. Except for when I was judging that other boy earlier. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not great. Um, my number two is Hobbs and Shaw. As it should be, yeah. That makes sense. As it should be. It's, and depending on my mood, sometimes it's one, sometimes it's two. It depends. But today it's two. Um, and my scene <laughs> goes to when they are on the island in Samoa. Oh, so good. And basically, the story doesn't make any sense. Okay, guys? It doesn't make any sense. Basically, this villain who is Idris Alba, who's a cyborg literally a fucking cyborg um has this like virus and the virus is in jason statham's like sister uh who is she's also a badass and so anyway they have to like support people and do all these things and and so what happens is they're attaching cars onto a hook to get this woman out of a helicopter to save her or some shit. Yes, 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 yes. And at one point, it becomes undone, and the Rock, somehow with his superhuman strength, grabs the helicopter mm-hmm. and then grabs the chain to like put them together and like pulls them in. He does. He match. He has the strength of an industrial like truck. Yeah, and he just grabs two. And by the way, this is not necessarily something that's not no not uh, unheard of in this series. In Fast Seven, Vin Di- not um Vin Diesel lifts a car. He lifts a car yeah. just like casual, like as if he is yeah, a yeah, 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 he yeah, is yeah, a car yeah. jack. He just picks it up. Yeah. So you know, it is a part of the universe. <laughs> that scene, I think I lost my mind when that scene came on the screen. It's, like I was like, "What is this?" It is. It's genuinely oh. mind bending. It's incredible. I also love um, that movie. I remember I was watching that movie in theaters and I was like, there was this man that was there and I was like, man, he's fucking gorgeous. And I was trying to like, he didn't have any lines whatsoever. Didn't know who the fuck this man was. And then your sister, when the movie ended was like, who's that gorgeous man who didn't speak? And I was like, I don't know. I looked it up and he's a WWE wrestler <laughs> named Roman Reign. Oh, yeah, um, and he's yeah. amazing. And I think they actually are like distantly related, which is really funny. I think so. In real life. Um, and I just think that whole like Samoan scene with like do- doing like everything that they did and like going old school was really funny uh, and badass, but also unbelievable my favorite part of that um. simone section is where they do a haka the, the 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 rock is wearing like traditional samoan clothing then yeah, he yeah. jumps onto a truck and puts a t-shirt on <laughs> like, like a t-shirt. that's a lot he, of theatrics he, like, put a t- he put a t-shirt on a fucking like his, his in his pocket in the, this in the side of the universe that he holds his stuff in like a video game yeah. character and then just put a t-shirt on i was like no what are we doing what's happening crazy what a great movie I mean, that entire movie, like, start to finish is it's fantastic. Um, but that scene in particular, I was like, wow. Really? Wowie zowie. We're just, <laughs> we're just suspending disbelief. I mean, the fact that that to me was more unbelievable than Idris Elba being a cyborg. Oh my god, yeah. He's a cyborg. A <laughs> Crazy. Okay, so my number two 
mm-hmm. is Furious 7. Oh! So okay. I love Fast and Furious 7. Furious 7 is a great movie. I think it's really, really good. I think in terms yeah. of structure, it may be one of the best of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has some of the most insane... <laughs> this is the one where Paul Walker dies, right? So par- yeah. so I'm not giving my Nas Award to the end, although it gets me every time. Like when yeah. that song started, when it's like, it's been a long time <laughs> yeah. without you, my friend. And you're like, oh. <laughs> wiping a tear away. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's very beautiful. And they have a very beautiful tribute to Paul Walker at the end. Uh, Lovely. Yes. But honestly, my Nas Award can only go to the moment of all moments where The Rock is in the hospital. Oh my God, Catherine. He broke his arm. <laughs> He's in the hospital with his daughter, right? He oh looks out God. the window and mm-hmm. sees that the fast crew is fighting on the other side of fucking Los Angeles. He says, daddy's got to go to work. And he flexes his cast off. <laughs> he flexes so hard his cast shatters. And then he just pulls it off and is like, ugh, all good. And then he, for reasons unknown, has every single gun he owns in the hospital with him. Straps it all on. That's safe. Out of the door. Leaving his child. That's safe. In the room. <laughs> he has a little girl, like a six-year-old girl. He just left in that room. He's like, whatever. Daddy's got to go to work. Out. In she- all the chef's kiss in the world. And then he has this like telepathic connection with Dominic Toretto where they know that the plan is to hang a bag of grenades onto a helicopter and shoot it. Yeah. How he knows. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. Telepathic. Telepathic. But, um, you know, they might be, honestly, they're both bald. This movie, if there's anything this movie does, is that this movie really, really, really just like... Champions. Champions bald men. And Tyrese. are they all airbenders? Jury is still out. Is this just the story yeah, of yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. to... So the Air Nation in the Avatar The Last Airbender, they all die. <laughs> but what if they were all reincarnated? Here, this Now this is the crossover. They were all reincarnated into the Magical. fast crew. Right? That would be so good. So, okay. So who are the bald men? So there's Jason Statham, The Rock. Um, Tyrese. Vin Di- Tyrese, Vin Diesel. Uh, is there anybody else? Tyrese, Vin Diesel. Um, hmm. No, right? But those are like but the, they're the main, main guys, guys anyway. And sometimes Paul Walker's hair is real real close cropped. Sometimes it's not. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But yeah, those are the main guys and they are all bald. To have 40% of your crew be bald is insane. And then it makes <laughs> sense. So like 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 Naphilly, Emmanuel, and Ludacris have hair, right? But they're like the tech people. Yeah. They're the earthbenders, yeah. you know? Oh. I feel like Han and maybe Giselle are probably firebenders. They're always using guns, blah, blah, blah. They're doing that stuff. Yeah. Although some people have said, I saw this thing that said that like Vin Diesel was an earthbender because you know that scene in Seven oh, where oh, they're on oh. the, in the parking lot and he like steps. He, he says like, he says the thing about street fights is the street always wins and then he stomps on yeah. the ground and the ground collapses. Now is, yeah. here is a better question: He is he not an airbender or an earthbender, but is he the Avatar? The Avatar. <gasps> Remember the scene? I feel like Paul Walker is a waterbender. Remember the scene where they, because they they jump their cars off of that cliff and fall into water and they're fine? Uh, He's a waterbender and Vin Diesel is the avatar. We really cracked it. We really cracked it. Now everything makes sense. Now everything makes sense. That actually, that that checks out because like, how are they able to fly? How are they able to save themselves (laughs) from like, Every fire explosion, anything. Michelle Everything. Rodriguez is a firebender for sure. 
back. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's crazy. Wow. See, we've, we've, we've sorted it out. And Catherine, I think we both have the same number and one. could there be anything but this number one? No. Fast five. Fast five. Fast five is an incredible, the best number one, best actual period movie of the series. Yeah. Best, yeah. most insane action Maybe not the most insane, but like the best. Do you want to see an entire city be decimated, demolished? (laughs) By the way, can we both say we have the exact same uh, Nas Award winner? Do we not? Yeah, it is the safe scene. So at the end of Fast Five, they steal a safe, and in the way they decide to do it, because everything has to be car related, is they attach some hooks onto this safe, pull it out of a a concrete wall in a building. And then just fly and then it through the fly city. fly it through the city on two chains that are attached to like the fucking bumpers of these cars that would be ripped off, no question. And they are <laughs> ricocheting a giant steel safe across Brazil, killing everyone in Brazil. And we're not talking about like the safe you find at home of we're like a rich person. We're a safe the size of any one of our bedrooms. Yes. <laughs> Genuinely. And it, is, and it is like taking down the structural integrity of almost each and every building it touches like how thousands of people have not died i do not know like that's not possible it's not possible and i also think it's so genius that number 10 fast 10 is about fast five and how like of course people died of course people died that want revenge on vin diesel like, because how could they, genuinely, how could they not? Because actually, literally, Jason Statham's character is a character who shows up because he wants revenge on Vin Diesel for harming his brother. Even though his brother was the yeah. villain, that happens. And then here in Fast 10, we have Jason fucking Momoa showing up I'm so excited. as the son of the Brazilian drug lord they were robbing in Five. Who is apparently, I think they're just going to edit him into some scenes in the background of Five, which is just... That's Jeff's kiss to me. Which they, yeah, because they did it in the trailer. Because you see, they see, you see when, when the when safe, the safe comes out. These are, um, Jason Momoa is just like standing there. <laughs> yeah, standing there. And you're like, I don't remember I you. you. Um, that scene is so fucking wild. So good. So good. It's so and wild. And you know what? Funnily enough, Jason Momoa was supposed to be The Rock's brother in Hobbs and Shaw, but he had like a scheduling conflict. And honestly, thank and God. Thank God, thank for, God that. for that. Because Jason Momoa as the villain, beautiful. Oh, it makes so much sense. Um, the other thing about Five is that it's just, for me, as a Latin American, as a Latina, as a Latinx I'm watching this and this is like, this is how I think they have like global popularity is that they have cameos and stuff from people that from different walks of life, like Catherine wouldn't know who Francis Ngannou is necessarily, right? Like, like when I yelled Francis Ngannou, nobody else in the room knew the fuck I was talking about. And much like that in Fast Five, we're introduced to two Latino friends of Vin Diesel's who show up in Brazil and I was like I remember watching it with you um, and we were at my house and I was like is that is that Don Omar and Tego Calderon and you were like I don't know who these Mm -mm. people are (laughs) and I was like first of all Tego Calderon is like the godfather of reggaeton music the godfather (laughs) of reggaeton music he is like the it's like if Grandmaster Flash showed up in it yeah and i'm just like i was like oh my and then don omar was there and i was like what's happening i and by the way 
uh, movie number five has Bruno Mars music. So like okay, pulling a ludicrous, pulling a ludicrous makes perfect sense. Um, <laughs> and I was so shocked. And then they show up again in nine, but as a younger versions of them, of themselves. So yeah. actually, no, they show up in seven briefly for like a scene, yes. and then in nine, yeah. when you have a flashback where you have a bunch of like younger actors playing the fast crew when they were younger, yeah, yeah, those yeah. guys show up and they had met Vin Diesel in prison, and they were played by two other musicians, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were played. Oh fuck, they were played by. I can't remember. But, but two oh, other musicians, was like. like and I was like, what a yeah, wonderful... Yeah, I think it was like Osuna and somebody else. And I was like, what? What a wonderful thing to do. What a great... What a great goddamn series. And yeah, that is... so good. Magical. magical. But yeah, that safe scene at the end of Fast Five. Nas Button Award winning. Incredible. The best. Um, and The Rock is in it. And he doesn't make any sense. Because it's like... What, he, it's his first he's, movie. He's his right? first movie. His and first, I swear like, to God, I feel like... Yes, I'm sure they say fuck in other movies. But I fe- it feels like The Rock says it for the first time in the whole series. Because he yeah. says, say the yeah. fuck out of my way. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Maybe it's because I've never heard <laughs> The Rock swear before that moment. It's yeah. genuinely shocking. And he's also soaking wet. He's, he's All sweating. All like people are pouring buckets of water on this man constantly. Like he is genuinely soaking wet. It's disgusting. And then in Fast Seven, they have a scene where he's in the office just like stamping some papers, and he's literally has a towel and he's wiping his head because he's so sweaty. I think they were just making a joke <laughs> because he's crazy sweaty in those movies. Yeah, so wild. Um, and so Catherine, what are some predictions that you have for Fast? Oh, for 10? Fast Ten, your seatbelts. Okay. So what I want (laughs) more than anything in the world Mm. is for Mm -hmm. Jason Momoa to be playing like, um, was it Skyfall, the the move, the James Bond movie where Javier Bardem was in it? And he kind of like touches um, James Bond's chest and flirts with him. Mm -hmm. I want that. I would like that in this. I would like a scene <laughs> where Vin Diesel is tied up and they have a scene like Javier Bardem and um, whatever, where he's like touching. He's yeah, like, yeah. I don't know why, but the I, I just want it. I want Vin Diesel. I want Dominic Toretto to be confronted with his sexuality because <laughs> the only woman in the world that he loves is the most masculine woman in the world in temperament. <laughs> and then the rest of his life is spent like talking about how much he loves his, his boys. And if you tell me that Vin yeah. Diesel, like I have never actually thought about the idea of Vin Diesel being in love with Paul Walker, or rather Dominic Toretto being in love with yeah. Brian. <laughs> I can't believe yeah. this Buster's name is Brian. Anyway, uh, yeah, they call yeah. Brian Buster. <laughs> Even in like F7, they still call him like a Buster. Well, like it's early 2000s. Yeah. But I, that would check out. He names his son yeah. in the in the, in this movie series. Vin Diesel names his son after Paul Walker's character Brian. In real life, it makes sense because Paul Walker obviously, unfortunately, died. In the universe of the movie, he names his son after his friend who's alive and lives down the street. So I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I want, and I and I feel like oh, this series God. is very seriously lacking in any queer representation. The only thing they have is occasionally of in course. some scenes. They have some girls making out in the background, but it's usually, like, for the benefit of men watching them. Of course. So let's have Jason Momoa get a little flirty. <laughs> That's the vibe he's already given off in the trailers. That's true. Like, it's, it's palpable. Um, I, Honestly, you know what I'm predicting? I'm predicting that energy with Michelle Rodriguez. And <gasps> there now that off. is something I'm into. 
Now that is something that's going to happen. I think that's going to happen. And again, we're all thinking anybody who's seen the trailers, like, are they going to do a face off? Like not a face off as in fighting. We mean as in the John. As in, I want to take your face off. Take your face, face off. Because they're, they're like in side by side medical beds. And you're like, for what reason? Who, why? I would love that. I would love that energy. So I think, so that's a good, so like, obviously my prediction will never happen. But you never know. Um, but I feel like the they, they make a face off is legit maybe, especially mm-hmm. because we already know Charlize character Charlize Theron's character in this series is okay with cultural appropriation. She had dreadlocks when she showed mm-hmm. up, so if she has to brown her skin and become Michelle Rodriguez, who's surprised? Who would be who would be shocked? None Not of us. us. <laughs> um, uh, so I know that they said that like Jason Statham is going to be in this movie. I think mm-hmm. there is a one percent one literally one percent chance that the rocks in this movie and i think there's also a two percent chance that gal gadot is in this movie oh you think she's coming back very low very low well two percent okay okay i like that i like that prediction i she and han could be together again for the character of han i think that'd be good yeah yeah that that'd be good uh, maybe he can stop collecting stray mm-hmm. children. Um, yeah, my prediction is the face-off thing plus the energy between Michelle Rodriguez and Charlize <sighs> Theron. So, like, I 100% think that uh, that's going to happen. I think at the end, Jason Momoa will be besties. Oh, without question. With Vin Diesel. Without question. They always leave friends. Or there's going to be a moment where... So yeah. there's going to be a moment, like, the 10-second car moment that happens in every fucking movie where, he, like, like, there's a moment where Vin Diesel could kill him and he decides not to and then Jason Statham's like, man, you're a good guy, Dom. And then, like, Vin Diesel's like, <laughs> come by the... the Come by the house. We'll have a corona. And then... And then Jason Statham drives into the... Jason Statham? Oh, God. Jason Momoa drives into the sunset. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see that happening. And but like that's not like a big prediction because I mean that like, ha- literally happened in the last tends to be what happens. Ooh, do you think John uh, yeah. Cena will be in this movie? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I think so. I th- I Why would it? I feel like he'll be there to be like, "Let me save my brother now that we're good friends." Cuz as a reminder, John Cena. <laughs> John Cena. John Cena plays Vin Diesel's biological brother and Jordana Brewster's biological brother. Uh, that family dynamic. Jordana Brewster, Vin Diesel, Jace, John Cena are biological siblings with the same mother and father. Regardless, <laughs> in nine, it shows us that their father is Mexican. He's obviously Latino of some sort. His, their father lo- is, is Latino. Yeah. Full stop. How did he have a baby that grew up to look like John Cena? First of all, the race factor in these movies makes no sense. Because it makes absolutely no sense. Fucking what's his name? Vin Diesel has a baby with a white Brazilian woman, and the baby is and that baby darker both than of them because it's played both by of them. his actual real life son. And for those people who don't remember or don't know, Vin Diesel is also black ish. Yeah. Um <laughs> and so his son is it's crazy. And his son yeah, because he has a ch- you know, it, it, with his wife and his wife is racialized and like blah blah blah. But like it doesn't make sense with the mother I that they think, cast. Okay, so here's what I think. 
And then the brother and the I sister. I think who are that whole, whole ass white. Dominic, <laughs> not uh, not Dominic, Jack Toretto is that the father's name? Jack I Toretto so. had three baby mamas, and that's the only way that makes sense. Okay. If they're all half brothers or half siblings, right? Because they all have the Toretto last name. Maybe they're like traditional I that guess, way. Yes, yeah. And he has three baby mamas. Uh huh. Because otherwise, incomprehensible. Because even the two yeah, white because- ones. Don't look anything alike. Anything alike. No. And then also, if you think about it, Rita Moreno is being introduced in this movie because we've seen her in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So she's either mom or grandma. So, yeah. So she's either mom or grandma. Maybe mom because Vin Diesel is 80. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and seeing as Helen Mirren is playing Jason Statham's mother, I think it makes sense. So she, maybe she's mom. And maybe she's but then, his but then mom, that doesn't... but not their mom. I mean, I would hope so, because if you tried to tell me that Rita Moreno and whoever that actor was are their <laughs> collective parents, parents, something, someone has been lying to someone. Don was adopted, okay? <sighs> uh, like, anyway, why didn't they just say that? Why didn't they say he was adopted? Easy, so peasy, lemon, and squeezy. Like, because at- also- because at the very least, when Jordana Brewster was like in Fast, the first Fast and Furious, she could pass as Latina. As she's gotten older, yeah, her yeah, white yeah. has become clearer. But in the first movie, she could pass <laughs> as his sister. Yeah. And the thing is, Toretto is an Italian Good last God. name. Who knows? So what are we doing here? What's 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 going on? What's, what's the, the story? Um, so anyway, that is our those are our, our takes on the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, feel free to let us know what you think. What we are going to do is Catherine and I will be watching the Fast and Furious 10 movie uh, on Friday, May 19th, when it comes yep. out. Um, so attacked onto th- Literally, to like drum episode. roll, please. In a few moments, you'll be enjoying our live <laughs> first reactions to Fast 10 Your Seatbelts. Okay. So now we're going to pass it to future Carmen and future Catherine. Um... We hope, I honestly hope you guys are having a good time. Okay, everybody. That movie was amazing. We just came out of Fast 10 Year Seatbelts <laughs> and it was genuinely magical. magical. It was possibly the best one. It was, I don't know if it was the best one, but it was genuinely the most insane one. Yes. I I can't even describe the things I saw, the experiences no, no. I had. Jason Momoa deserves. Oh, can you hear Oscar. the roar of the cars? <laughs> we are outside. Yeah. We were actually at one of those um, races. We're at race wars. <laughs> yes, yes. Recording this. Oh my God. I, okay, Carmen. They're what is your Nas button award for this film? Um, Jason Momoa's outfits. I, but, you know what? Same. Mine is mine was going to be Jason Momoa's whole performance, but Jason but Momoa's outfits, is doing his a silk, his suit, his silk like, you know, his purple nail polish, pants, his his silk suits, his his purple shiny nail polish. <laughs> he was being his a man, his like double man buns, his listen, like Sailor Moon man buns. I said I wanted him to hold Vin Diesel down and kiss him and there is still time. Yeah. The still time. aggressive insane bisexual energy coming <laughs> off of him at every moment be wild. Listen, I can say one thing about this character is that he is not heterosexual. No, absolutely not. And I was this portrayal offensive? It wasn't not. <laughs> it wasn't not. 
but, but it was uh, it was the best thing I've ever seen in my the life. Best thing. It was Honestly, the best thing ha- happy Pride a month early. <laughs> um, yeah, so it goes to Jason Jason Momoa's outfits, um, and then a shout out to maybe that kid who played Vin Diesel's son. Yeah, better possibly acting. the best actor in the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Incredible, incredible. So go, folks, go watch it. Go watch it. Do yourself a fucking favor. Watch it. Laugh. Salute me, familia. <laughs> go watch that movie. Okay, so we're back. Wow. We had a lot to say. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm so um, glad we had such a good time. I know. Um, what are your recommendations oh, for this recommendations week? recommendations for this week? Getting back into it. Let's see. My recommendation is for Tears of the Kingdom, which is the new Zelda game that came out on the 12th. Um, I've just been... Uh, Carmen... When you said you've been doing when nothing you said, else, let's record doing... at seven thirty. I said, oh, "I don't want to play the game." <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine. So I've been I've been so... playing Zelda, and I will after this. I'm closing the laptop and playing more Zelda. So my recommendation That's is Zelda. Very I hear it's, it's very good. Fun. I hear it's really good. There's not. I guess um, not to spoil, but like so in Breath of the Wild, which is the first. So I played Breath of the Wild last year for the first time. I, that was the first video uh-huh. game that I beat in my life other than Super Mario Brothers 2 on my older sister's Game Boy Color. Um, it's uh-huh. a huge game. It's very expensive. It's wonderful. I spent so many hours playing Breath of the Wilds. I loved it. And then this year, <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom came out. It's also wonderful. And like, it's a huge, expansive map in both series. But in Zelda Breath uh-huh. of the Wild, it's one map of just like Hyrule, just that, that, that like land. In right. this one, you have the map of Hyrule, then you have a map of like a version of Hyrule in the sky, and then you have one below ground. I literally oh, am be playing so cool. for months. Like, I can't wait. Anyway. I mean, that's worth it. I went to Best Buy to pick up a laptop, and there was literally, I had to call customer service because Pure Later sent me a jacked up computer that was so jacked up the screen was dented uh yeah it was a fun time um and when i called best buy they were like if you are calling for your legend of zelda blah 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 order uh please click here and i was like that many people that you had canada's customer service has a designated line for legend of zelda so it's quite quite large the amount of people who are buying it must be fucking. And it's a hundred dollars. Oh my god! Um, wild. Around uh, eighty nine ninety nine plus tax. Yeah, that's that's a lot that's of money. money. But if it's but I mean like if you're gonna play it for months, I'm, I'm like, gonna it's be playing worth it. For it. So I can't wait. Yeah, exactly. Um, what do I recommend? I'm recommending. Um, <laughs> just got into because it always takes me forever to get into shows that people are watching. Um, I just got into True Detective. Mm, Um, season one is great. Season two, not so much. And I don't know why Colin Farrell needs to keep having like a weird American accent. I don't need it. Um, but season one, fantastic. What a great show. Magical, has cults. It has the weirdness of what's his face. Um, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, And his half-brother. And and his rumored to be half brother, whatever. Woody Harrelson. Uh, yeah, like such season one is so good. I've been told season three is also really good, and season two is not that great. Um, so just 
please, if you haven't seen True Detective, if you like any sort of like true crime or like crime kind of shows, I will give it a try. I I do want to watch it. It's very good and disturbing. And then it makes you think like, does this shit actually happen in real life? Does this shit exist? It's nice. It's good. It's a fun time. Um, And of course, like Woody Harrelson is great and I think quite underrated in my opinion, but that's just me. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is also, I don't know that he's underrated, but like, I'm like, wow, I never really enjoyed your stuff until now. He's like, I guess gotten better with age. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, he did do Dallas Buyers Club, which I really liked. I've never watched that one. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I don't need to see Jared Leto. Yeah, no, it's it's depressing um it's very very depressing it's very good but it's very depressing um so yeah i recommend true detective Catherine Romans, the new zelda <laughs> game tears of the kingdom baby yeah. <laughs> and uh for now uh we shall say do 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 we will do. say please follow us on instagram <laughs> um we will say we are at i'd kill a spider for you basically everywhere on the internet um except for twitter where we are i'd kill a spider number four letter u we will also say please, mm-hmm. please give us a rate and review. And thank you for listening to this supersized episode uh, about the Fast and the <laughs> Furious. If you had to take this installments, if you had to take this in installments, I don't blame you. Um, it's very okay. And you can find me at the CC Williams everywhere on the internet. And you? She's Carmen underscore Maria 416. And she was looking <laughs> at a cat just now. Sorry. It's all right. Well, on that note, let us say... Salute me, familia. <laughs> Have a corona, Have a guys. Corona. Have a corona. I don't care what you drink, Carmen. As long as it's corona. 